Okay, uh, we're ready to begin. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the uh, Virtual Budget Finance Committee uh, meeting of June 8th, 2020. Um, we're going to begin now uh, the public comment part of our agenda. Let's go ahead and again call the, the first speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Caitlin Mendoza-Price. I am not positive which item it is, but I just wanted to urge the council members to um, fully fund spay-neuter this year. Um, so, again, I'm Caitlin Mendoza-Price. I'm calling from the spay-neuter project of Los Angeles to advocate LA leadership, renew our commitment to animal welfare and no-kill by increasing funding for spay-neuter this year as it currently is to the amount that was funded last fiscal year. We have a change.org petition um, that has received over 12,000 signatures on this specific issue. Um, SNP LA is Los Angeles' largest spay-neuter provider. We've performed over 215,000 spay-neuter surgeries. We could not have had this level of success with spay-neuter without the City of Los Angeles' spay-neuter voucher program. The program is integral to low-income individuals being able to access the legally mandated spay-neuter surgery. And... It is a relatively small gap to be bridged between what people can afford and what spay-neuter actually costs, but it means the world to loving guardians and their pets in the city of Los Angeles. Um, and we, as a city, I'm sure, do not want to go back to the days of euthanizing droves of adoptable cats, dogs, and puppies, as well as bunnies and other companion animals. And while this is a moral imperative, it's also a fiscal one. The maximum spay-neuter subsidy is $75 for cats and $125 for dogs and rabbits. When you consider that every single animal that comes into the shelter system costs over $200 to care for, it's clear that spay-neuter is an investment, and for every dollar that we invest today, we will save dozens more in years to come. So please do not allow devastating cuts to spay-neuter and Thank increase you. the amount Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Colleen. Next speaker, please. And uh, I apologize, members, again. Uh, each speaker will have uh, two minutes to speak, please. Next caller, please. Caller. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Anthony. I'm calling about, I don't know the item number about the police budget. Go right ahead, sir. All right. Hi, yeah, I'm an L.A. City resident. I strongly support defunding police, and I cannot believe this budget. I mean, even ignoring the last two weeks for a second, how in the world can you justify giving over 50% of our budget to police when we are still facing this pandemic? We all know that the police are only going to continue their violent assault on people of color, and it's important to remember that L.A.'s black and Hispanic residents have been dealing with the worst effects of the coronavirus. So instead of putting money towards social programs or even infrastructure boosting the economy during these stressful times, no, you're going to allow it all to be thrown at cops who have been proven time and time again, especially within these last two weeks, to be reckless, violent, and unnecessary. And you're going to give them more. Fuck that and fuck Garcetti who, with his empty gesture of you know diverting less than 3% of the cop budget to communities of color. That is fucking crumbs. And honestly, none of you are fooling anybody with your bullshit. 
please listen to the people and revoke this budget. And the last thing I want to say is to two of the members, Paul and Bob, can you guys, like, shut up and listen to the people who are actually living in this city? Mike Bonin, I appreciate you. You're okay. But Paul and Bob going on and on about police militarization and this and that, you have no idea what you're talking about. Sit down with leaders of Black Lives Matter and, and adopt a budget for the people, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Jennifer Forsyth. Um, I, I just want to provide a general comment about the budget. Um, first, I just wanted to thank the council members on this call who were involved in recommending up to $150 be, um, million be divested from the LAPD um, to um, jobs, healthcare, and community centers. I appreciate the signal that some of you are listening and working for better. However, the LA police budget is still billions of dollars, so you can and you must go further. Um, as the current protest and often violent police response has played out in front of our eyes on the streets, on our TV screens, and across social media, we've all seen clearly that the police system is fundamentally broken. The police, with their bloated budgets and bloated personnel and total lack of accountability, have been empowered to make criminals out of ordinary citizens while their own criminal actions, abuses of power, and murders go unchecked. This is morally wrong and abhorrent. Our black communities have been subjected to this state-sanctioned violence and racism for decades, and it is now crystal clear that this is not the action of a few bad apples, but a widespread symptom of our broken system. We cannot look away, and you, the members of this council, cannot look away. We must start repairing the harm done to our black neighbors over hundreds of years and use our money to address the root issues of economic instability. This means using the LA budget to invest in housing, jobs, education, and healthcare, as well as in alternative community safety models that don't kill black people. As Council Member Bonin um, mentioned, alternative models already exist across the country and are often cheaper. So rather than having police respond to and frequently escalate emergencies involving substance use, mental health, or homelessness, social workers and healthcare workers should respond with housing support and other resources that address individual needs rather than criminalizing them. Police are violence workers, not social workers. So we need to stop funding and legitimizing their responses to situations that they are not trained to deal with. And as the second largest city in the U.S., the country and much of the world is watching you and what you do right now. We understand Thank now you. that Thank you. I'm sorry. Your time has expired. We need to go to the next speaker. Thank you. Okay. Next speaker. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state oh. your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Jessica Craven. I believe I'm speaking on agenda item one or just general public comments. Um, I am a resident of Council District 1. I'm a newly elected member of the LACDP Central Committee in AD 51. And I am calling on the Budget Committee and the rest of the City Council to reallocate approximately $1.2 billion from the current police budget to go into existing and new housing programs. Um, I strongly support the Healthy LA and People's Budget Coalitions. We have had just decades of racist policies land use planning and disinvestment from LA's black communities, and they continue to have just devastating effects today. Um, black residents are overrepresented in the homeless population, and they continue to experience higher rates of unemployment. 
Um, our shameful history of racism uh, has frankly created a city where black and Latinx communities still face the deepest inequities. So um, I'm asking the city council to please reject the mayor's budget fully and pass a budget that shows Black Lives Matter and are valued in Los Angeles. It's a little concerning to hear Council Member Coretz talk about a more circumspect approach um, and, and hearing him say that the LAPD maybe does need more money in certain areas. Uh, LAPD officers are on track to receive 4.8% in pay raises in the fiscal year that starts July 1st. And over the same period, Garcetti is cutting um, he's hoping to secure $139 million in furloughs from nearly 16,000 civilian city workers. This is not okay. We need to defund the police, and that doesn't mean that we're, we're destroying them. It means that we are redirecting funds from police departments to other parts of society that help people, like housing, education, and communities. Uh, we really need to reimagine public safety in ways that, that shrink and eventually abolish police and prisons while prioritizing education, housing, economic security, mental health, and alternatives to conflict and violence. Um, we live in a violent society, but police rarely guarantee safety. So now more than ever is the time to divest from the police. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, yeah, this is Richie Serjanko. Um, I'm from People's City Council and Sunrise Room in LA. I'm gonna take all two minutes to speak. Um, yeah, so for everyone part of the budget uh, committee today, um, this isn't some new thing. Um, the People's Budget LA Coalition, led by Black Lives Matter LA, has started um, you know, this, this budget uh, battle for, for a month now. And so don't act like, oh, we are gonna do a, a meeting on the 8th and uh, we're gonna figure this budget out. You guys have known this has been a problem the entire time. And guess what? People's Budget LA trended number one countrywide today. So guess what, guys? There's a lot of eyes on us right now. There's gonna be people in the streets for the whole summer demanding that we defund the police because that's what people want. If you look at the survey results of People's Budget LA, there's 5%, or people think that 5% of the budget should go to the police. So who do you represent? For you on the budget committee, who do you represent? If the people of Los Angeles think that 5% of the budget should go to the police, and you are gonna give $3 billion to the police, and guess what? Paul Correct. I'm gonna read this tweet to you from Black Lives Matter LA today that they sent out while you were talking. They said, where has Paul Koretz been? Are Rodney King and George Floyd the only cases of police brutality he's heard of? Other horrific murders that he might want to Google? And they list names of pe people that have died in LA. And then they also tweeted uh, about you, Bob Blumenfield. Black Lives Matter LA tweeted this about you, Bob. We don't need this long ass explanation on a non-agendaized item, Bob. We've been saying 54% of the general fund and understand the difference. Stop white-splaining People's Budget LA. You guys don't understand what is going on. The people are acting directly against what you are trying to do. Don't stand up and get a backbone and stop being fucking cowards. I yield my time. Fuck you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Yes, hello. Um, this is Rabia Sen with Esperanza Community Housing. I'm speaking to item one and 
and um, um, a general comment. We urge you to do a people's budget that reflects our priorities and values. We work alongside communities in South Central who bear the disproportionate brunt of multiple crises, the housing and homelessness crisis, institutional racism, this administration's anti-immigrant policies, the climate crisis, and now this pandemic. We need a budget that divests from police, invests in communities, so we urge your support on four items. First, the People's Budget LA in calling for defunding the police and investing in community-based programs. We need care, not cops. These services must go directly to the community-based programs, not through the police, a fundamentally flawed and racist system. And I'll also say as an advocate to end gender-based violence, it is especially wrong and offensive to use rape survivors to convince us to prop up the system and force us into false choices. Secondly, support the Healthy LA Coalition proposal for housing justice. Next, um, please renew the LA Justice Fund to protect our immigrant communities from this administration's cruel deportation machine. And finally, please support the LEAP LA Coalition's call to restore funding for the Climate Emergency Mobilization Office. We are asking for an additional $300,000. We need you to stand in solidarity for a people's budget that ensures a just and sustainable recovery for all Angelinos. Racial justice, housing justice, gender justice, environmental justice, all of it. We will accept nothing less. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, council members. My name is Janet Sepulveda. I am not sure what the item is, um, but I am calling on behalf of SNP LA. Um, I'm calling as a constituent of the city of LA to urge our city leadership to renew its commitment to animal welfare and no kill by fully funding spay and neuter at the same level it was funded in 2019 and 2020. Um, cuts to spay and will no doubt increase the number of animals coming into our shelters, um, and it will end up costing taxpayers more in shelter pet care in the long run. Um, please do not cut spay and neuter funding. Um, you know, cutting it will directly affect the amount of animals being euthanized in shelters that are highly adoptable. It will detract us from our no-kill spay and neuter, which is a critical part of the equation of keeping animals from euthanasia and being adopted. It will save money in the long run um, for taxpayers. Um, and, you know, it is the law, um, but it must, and that is rightful, but it must also be accessible to Angelinos, especially during COVID-19. Um, there are a lot of people that are in need of this service that are loving pet owners that really need this funding in order to care for their pets and get their pets spayed, spayed and neutered. I yield my time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Um, hi. Sorry, I didn't know it was my turn. My name is Mel, and I am a resident of Los Angeles, as well as many other people on this call. And I'm not sure what agenda item this is, but I would just like to emphasize that we must defund the police. Cutting the budget by $150 million is a start, but it's not nearly enough when the LAPD budget this year is $3.1 It's just not even a slice of it. Um, but honestly, I just called in today so I could ask, everyone on the council a question. What made you pursue this job? Like, why are you in this line of work? And I truly mean that as a genuine question. And I know you're not able to respond, but just, I want you to consider that today, like why you're here. And I would imagine that you didn't pursue this work to support this brutality, this obscene and out of control police violence. 
um, that's happening in our city right now, this is a historical moment. Like, we can all feel it, and I think you need to decide what side of history you want to be on. And it's okay to change your opinion once you've learned more information about something, which you're perhaps learning over the past week, but there's just there's nothing wrong with that, but you are running out of time. And I think you really need to examine why you're here and what you stand for. The city council should defund the police and adopt the people's budget. Thank you. I yield my time. Or please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Yes, my name is Alex Olson, and I would like to speak on multiple items. I apologize for speaking fast, but there's a lot to say. Item three, furloughs, they will affect me. I understand and I accept that, but furloughs must apply to police as well. If you eliminate overtime and apply the 10% furlough across the board, that is $350 million that you save just from LAPD. Item 11, through our eyes. Community outreach, especially listening to the needs of primarily black people, is exactly a direction that we need to go in. Now, most importantly, number one, budget. We all know budgets are used or lose. So they spend it all, they say it wasn't enough, and then they get even more next year, even as you cut everything else in the city. Then they run rampant because they have military equipment and qualified immunity. And suddenly, you have thousands of plaintiffs in a class action lawsuit for false arrest and excessive force. Please do not give half of the city's budget to people who commit these atrocities. At the same time, as Councilmember Bonin said, I understand they can't be all things to all people. So we want to reduce their role and use those savings to pay people who do the work that is needed. Also, I commend him for his request for information. I understand that sometimes people aren't willing to be civil in this process. Some people want to intimidate you with veiled threats to your safety, such as the uh, threat made to Councilmember Monica Rodriguez by an LAPD officer on Thursday when he suggested saving money by taking away the security details at your homes. We are not making threats. We just want to remind you that your constituents are asking that you recommend a budget that aligns with our values. Mr. Blumenfield, uh, you said that uh, you don't want to return to militarized police, but we're already there. We need to demilitarize them. No more military equipment, no riot control equipment that's a war crime to use overseas. The gas canisters, pepper balls, and rubber bullets the police have been firing for days directly into the faces and bodies of peaceful protesters. The majority Hi. of them black people should be the last they ever use. Thank you, and please adopt the uh, people's budget. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Capena Baptista. I want to speak on uh, agenda item number one. Go right ahead, sir. So it seems like our city council members are afflicted with this kind of myopic idea of a society where police are an irreplaceable fixture. It seems like this council is either incapable or unwilling to even consider a world without police. The peaceful protests that are all around our city are rife with the best and brightest black and brown scholars who are more than ready to talk about what that world might look like. Minneapolis is leading that charge and shout out to them. But this council refuses to listen to us and instead is more than willing to accept money and campaign contributions from the LAPD police union. Stop kneeling with us. Allyship is a verb. You aren't an ally until you start the policy changes. That's your job. 
But again, this council seems to want to absolve itself from any kind of responsibility by spewing platitudes um, that saying our society has not invested enough in, in healthcare or housing or economic development. You are in charge of that. It has been made clear that this council, where where this, that money that could be going to housing, healthcare, and economic development could be going, it's not going to any of those things. It's not going to black and brown communities. It's going to cops. It's going to corrupt land developers who are paying bribes to council members like Weezar, like Lee, and like O'Farrell. Defund the police means defund the police. It means that three billion next to your LA, next to LAPD on your spreadsheet will be zero, nothing, nada. We want to, we, we will not submit to anything otherwise. And everyone on this call can look forward to many more days of mass protests. Just look outside. The winds of change are blowing, and you can either be with us or be blown over in our wake. Fire Chief Moore, fire Jackie Lacey, have Mayor Garcetti resign and cancel rent. I yield my time. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Alex Bigelow, and I just wanted to make a general public comment. I live in Hollywood, and listen, I am famously stupid, and even I fucking understand that the current budget does not reflect a people's budget. And we don't need one, but we don't want it, but we need a people's budget. It's simple. The current budget is neglecting our community and rewarding racist cops, a.k.a. the LAPD, a.k.a. the people whose buttholes many of you continuously lick. And I don't care how you rationalize it, $3.1 billion, a.k.a. 53.8% of the budget, is still too much money to take away from the community and give to people who are actively targeting black people. Please stop being stupid little perverts and defund the police and help your community. We need immediate action. I believe in my community, I believe in the people of LA, and I do not believe in the police. I hope today you can finally understand this, because guess what? I just got off the phone with Satan, and every day you continue to not understand that we must defund the police. He makes it a little bit worse down there for you, and the cauldron is piping hot. Please stop being stupid, please defund the police, and use that $3.1 billion for the community. I love the people of LA, I believe in them, and I do not believe in the police. And also, it's disappointing that there's not one woman on this committee that I've heard from. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Nicole Plesha. I live in District 3, which is relevant to Bob. Um, sorry, I have my kid in the... In the um, so last week, a disabled, unhoused man was shot in the face with a rubber bullet. An innocent man who the system had failed was caught in the crosshairs of a movement who the system has failed. It's time to redo the system, and it's time to adopt the people's budget. Uh, you say you're heartened to hear a more diverse group of people engaging in this budget meeting, but the reason they are engaging is because so many people are unemployed right now, and it's almost as if keeping people too busy keeps them out of civic engagement and having their voices heard. So in this time of this crisis, how exactly are we expanding the LAPD budget? It's an overinflated department that should be reallocated to social services. It's a Band-Aid solution that is not ad addressing the roots of the issue. And it's resorting to strong-arming the city's citizens by overzealous cops. And bonuses, do you think after these horrific acts that we've been witnessed over the last two weeks and even before then, when the COVID roundups were happening in unhoused communities, do you think anybody's gonna sign off on bonuses for these people? You think they deserve bonuses? And 
Corrette, you're suggesting that people are asking money be handed out willy-nilly. We are not asking you to take money out of the reserves. We are asking you to reallocate the LAPD and go, have it go to more efficient, humane programs and departments. And I just want to say I am also for keeping the neutering program because that's going to save money in the long run. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item Hi. you wish to speak on. Item one, general comment, Laura Gracia. Uh, good afternoon, my name is Laura Gracia. I'm with Communities for a Better Environment. We are an environmental justice organization working to build people power in low-income communities of color. We're in strong support of the Healthy LA and People's Budget Coalition. I urge the city council to reject the mayor's proposed budget as it does not reflect the priorities and values of Los Angeles residents. In this time of global pandemic and the fight to end systemic racism, the city budget should invest in communities, not policing. We need care and not cops. That means funding permanent affordable housing from existing housing stock, eviction defense, supportive housing, tenant protection. Uh, I also urge the council to add an additional 300000 towards the climate emergency and mobilization office into this next year's budget. Black, indigenous, and low-income communities of color due to historic and systemic racism have been disproportionately impacted by environmental racism. Um, I also want to recognize that that's a sliver of what frontline communities really need. Um, overall, moving forward, we need community oversight and a community-led just recovery without policing, with proper housing, and community-governed emergency preparation and resilience planning. I'm asking for the City Council to reject the Mayor's budget and to pass a budget that shows Black Lives Matter and we are valued in Los Angeles. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Hello, my name is Ben, and I'm calling from the Adams-Normandy region of Los Angeles. I want to tell you all a little bit of story. I, uh, I had a job in Venice, and I took the bus every day down Venice Boulevard to Venice. And as we went down Venice Boulevard, uh, I passed under the highway, and there was an unhoused encampment there. About once a month, uh, as I took that early morning bus to work, I saw the LAPD destroying that encampment. That is a failure of policy. That is, that is, those are people's homes, but the LAPD, because as one person said, when everything is, we, we, the only tool is a hammer, everything looks like a nail, would violently remove them. And that is wrong. And that is a policy failure that comes from the White House, yes, and all the way down to you in the city council. The police are a cancer on the city. And like a cancer, they need to be cut out. It's not enough to take away millions, but billions. Billions with a B as in Breonna Taylor or Black Lives Matter or Bob because you can't seem to put those words in your mouth. I am younger than Rodney King. I am not alive when the, when the video of police thugs beating Rodney King went viral. But now I'm seeing that again as the police LAPD thugs beat my fellow Angelinos in the street. They are killing us in the street. This is no longer the time for civility. Time to defund the police. Fuck Garcetti. Fuck Moore. Fuck Lacey. Fuck the LAPD. I yield my time. Fuck you. Thank you very much. That, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Kara Ostro, and I'm speaking as general public comment. Go right ahead. 
Uh, this comment is for Paul Krikorian. Paul, six days ago you released a statement claiming that you are committing to continuing the budget process with the full engagement of the public. You committed to building a nation in which the real needs of the many take priority over the selfishness of the few. These are your words. During a meeting on June 2nd, you claim that you will not govern by a hashtag. I'm here to tell you that the People's Budget LA is not just a hashtag. It is the hard, thoughtful work of thousands of Angelinos, your constituents, and dozens of grassroots organizations compiled over the course of years. These are the same Angelinos who voted for you and the same constituents who are marching through the streets every day. This budget proposal reflects the real needs of the many that you claim take priority. It's time to pay attention. Lower the police percentage in the budget to 5.7%. Increase funding for social services like housing security, public and mental health. Stop using the city's own funds, aka taxpayer money, to pay for legal costs and settlements defending police brutality. End qualified immunity, aka the legal excuse for murder. It's time for justice. And to quote your Instagram, Paul, the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Uh, my name is Josh Nooney. I'm a representative from the Los Feliz Neighborhood Council, and I'm speaking on item one. Um, we appreciate that the council appears to be moving in the right direction on this with the $150 million cut that has been proposed to reinvest back into communities of color. The fact remains, however, that the LAPD budget will still consume over 50% of the city's unrestricted revenues for the coming year, as been noted, unless you take further action. The proposed $150 million adjustment will not address the fact that even as the city faces converging health, economic, and racial justice crises, the mayor's budget as it currently stands will result in cuts to vital social services that many Angelinos currently depend on while simultaneously doubling down on policing at a moment when its deepest injustices are being collectively recognized. We must do better. We can't have a budget that makes it more difficult for vulnerable seniors to enroll in meal services as this budget does. We can't have a budget that hampers HCID's ability to prevent homelessness and create affordable housing as this budget does. And we can't have a budget that ignores the fact that police should not be the ones responding to mental health crises, drug overdoses, and encampments as this budget requires them to do by splash slashing civilian personnel who are better trained to handle such situations. Public safety, should no doubt be one of the city's highest priorities. But this is a moment when we must acknowledge that policing is often far from our most effective tool to ensure public safety. And in fact, for Angelinos of color and especially black Angelinos, it can pose a moral threat to their very lives. This is a moment to recognize that investments in housing and job security, mental health care and after school programs are our best investments in public safety and they are also cheaper than police spending. By cutting these services, this budget will not make Angelino safer. So we urge you to take a true position of leadership on this by shifting further resources away from the LAPD budget in order to prevent cuts to the vital services so many Angelinos desperately need at this time. Let's get our priorities as a city straight. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Alfredo Ogama. I am the president of the Central Alameda Neighborhood Council. Um, we are located in one of the poorest neighborhoods in, in South Central Los Angeles. 
Um, I am here to speak on agenda item number one. And I, I want to start off by saying that we are in urgent and unprecedented times. As a result, we must take urgent and unprecedented action. Um, our neighborhood councils are organizing to increase our annual budgets to $100,000 for the upcoming fiscal year commencing in 2020. It is feasible, fair, long overdue, and in tune with recent reallocation of funds away from the LAPD and into the community. The people of our communities have taken to the streets to demand systemic transformation of how law enforcement and institutions treat black people and other communities affected by a history of white supremacy in America. We have demanded that systemic brutality in the hands of police officers be addressed by redirecting funds away from the LAPD and directed into community-based programs, jobs, youth enrichment activities, and other basic needs. As a response, Council Members Price, Martinez, Rodriguez, and Wesson introduced a motion that explains, crime exists where neighborhoods are destabilized because of the system of institutions that produce economic inequality and underfunded schools. But policing is not responsible for, nor can it solve unemployment, poor housing, and concentrated poverty. South Central Los Angeles Neighborhood Council areas are ground zero for disadvantage, disinvestment, and police brutality. The LAPD budget currently stands at over 53 of the city budget, accounting for over $1.5 billion. We urge the increase of Neighborhood Council funds. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Sophie Strauss, and I'm leaving general public comment agenda item one. Go right ahead. Thank you. Hi. I refuse to be placated by the crumbs you guys are tossing us off of the shamefully overinflated LAPD budget. $150 million is nothing compared to the billions they'd still have left over. And to council members Blumenfeld and Koritz, who seem so infatuated with how little money we have in our budget, We've spent over $340 million outside of the LAPD budget to settle cops' legal issues in the last several years. It's clear that you give more of a fuck about money than human beings, so maybe the fact that the LAPD is draining our budget will turn your heads when literal death isn't. I also refuse the categorization that this movement is new or reactionary. We have been begging you to use our money to serve us better for years, and you haven't listened, and we know that. The same systemic devaluation of black lives that leads to countless humans dying at the hands of police is the same system that devalues the black and brown working class people who are being forced to work and live in unsafe conditions during this pandemic. The people's budget is not a reaction to any single death or moment. It's a budget that seeks to address systemic inequality that stems from the very inception of this stolen, genocidal country. Policing has its, roof, its roots in slave patrol forces. Would you say that we could reform or oversee a slave patrol force? No, we don't want reform. We want abolition. I'm ashamed to live in a city where education, services, and housing combined still get less funding than the police, despite the fact that the police do not prevent crime. If you cared about crime prevention, then you'd invest in opportunities and resources for black and brown communities. Of course, you guys know that. You just don't care because you're all accepting tens of thousands of dollars in campaign contributions from the Police Protective League PAC. And 
And while you're all taking too much money from the police cop, it's also embarrassing to know how low that price is to buy your conscience. Your complacency ends today. We want a people's oh. budget now. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Cricket Arison, and I'm calling about agenda item one. Um, look, I understand that this is a committee that makes lots of small bureaucratic decisions and that that's your job, but it is also your job to be leaders. And we saw in Minneapolis what happens when the city council made a commitment to real change and said to the people, we are going to do this for you, we are going to stop killing you, and then we're going to go back and we're going to figure out the nuts and bolts. And so I just hope that all of you have the courage to do that. And speaking of finding $500 million in the city budget, the police budget was lower by about half a billion dollars just three years ago. So it really missed me with all this hand-wringing over where are we going to find this money. They don't need this. This is a trick that they're playing on us. And for those of us who really support organized labor, I hope we understand that police unions are groups of organized thugs. When police unionize, more civilians die. And we need to take that on head first. I hope that you all will take a look at what's happening across America right now and understand that we need real change. Thank you. I yield my time. Stop the police. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Good afternoon. My name is Paul Yoon. This is item number one and a general public comment. I'm a lifelong resident of Los Angeles, urging the council to further cut the LAPD budget in order to distribute public funds in an equitable way. I also want to challenge council to reject donations from the Police Protective Leave PAC. I saw a video this week of LAPD officers and personnel surrounding Councilmember Rodriguez and threatening her re-election and withholding of services if their budget was cut. Do not be afraid of their intimidation tactics. In a 1992 City Council hearing prior to the Rodney King trial, then-Police Chief Darrell Gates also threatened to withhold police emergency services if the Council didn't decide with officers charged with the beating of Mr. King. We need to learn from our own history. Listen to your constituents, not the police union. Defund the LAPD and invest in our community as color. I'll yield the rest of my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Hi, thank you. Uh, my name is Christina. I live in District 8, a majority black and brown neighborhood in South LA that has bared the brunt of police violence and systemic neglect. Mayor Garcetti has the audacity to give the police over 50% of the city budget. This is wrong. This is a sickness the council must alleviate. We need free public transit and non-car infrastructure, not police. Mental health care, not police. Workforce development, not police. Small business support, not police. Housing for the unsheltered, and not police. Support for paycheck insecure people, not police. Arts and culture, not police. Uh, the last woman was absolutely correct. The LAPD police union are the real thugs, 
and we need to rethink community safety because the police aren't it. If teachers have to pay for their own crayon, then the police should have to pay for their own riot gear. Remove funding from the police and not other city budgets. And please adopt the people's budget now. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, uh, my name is Kat DeVoe-Peterson. I am a resident of uh, District 13 and a member of the LA Tenants Union. Um, I would like to leave general comment and also speak on agenda item two. Um, in regards to agenda item two, I wasn't completely listening, but I uh, wanted to ask a rhetorical question of how much of our reserve fund funds that was built up over the last eight years went to calling in the National Guard to quell protesters who are protesting police brutality. Additionally, um, I, for general comment, am calling on this committee to adopt the people's budget, even though a, a lot of this um, meeting, the beginning of it, has been spent on talking about how the city doesn't have power with their funds, um, how the federal government and the county government need to step up, and how the previous city council has failed us. That's not the point. Um, you have the work that's been done for you. The people's city budget um, priorities are laid out. 44.25% of that budget is supposed to go to universal aid and crisis management, uh, which brings me to the rent crisis that is happening in L.A. right now. City Council has not done anything to do um, rent cancellation. They haven't, un they haven't housed unhoused uh, residents of Los Angeles in hotels, yet we called in the National Guard to protect, to protect citizens from themselves. It doesn't make any sense. You need to defund the police. You need to support the people's um, budget and um, listen to your constituents. People are calling and people are tweeting. They want to be heard and we need you to listen to us. Thank you, I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Carrie O'Neill. Um, I'd like to give public comment for, can you hear me? Sure, go right ahead. I'd like to give public comment, general public comment and uh, comment on item one. The okay. cuts that you guys are saying you're gonna make are unacceptable. The police have $3.1 billion in their budget. We have seen these men and women brutalizing the public during peaceful protests for over a week now. What is it going to take? What is it gonna take? Chief Moore needs to be fired or resign. He retired for a few weeks in the beginning of 2018 and collected $1.3 million as a part of the five year, um, they get five years of their salary given to them in one lump sum when they retire. Then Garcetti instates him as chief. This has to stop. You guys joined the city council, I believe, because you, really want to help the people of LA. If you do want to help the people of LA, you'll speak to these injustices and you will make these changes and adopt a people's budget. This cannot go on any longer. We've seen 50,000 people outside marching to defund the police and you guys are going to throw a breadcrumb of $150 million out of 3.1 billion. Yeah, they're big numbers, but we're not stupid. 
this is a bait and switch and you have to stop this. And furthermore, Garcetti claiming that these acts of police brutality that we've been signal boosting on the internet are part of a larger context or they have a greater context to them. It's absolutely perpetuating the racist belief that George Floyd and every black person before him who was murdered by the police did something to deserve it. There is not a greater context. The police are part of a militia and we need to defund them. I yield my time, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Heather Santora, agenda item one. Hi, I'm just calling to ask you to reject the mayor's budget. Um, things are changing very rapidly. That's what I'm picking up over the last few weeks. Um, perhaps this is a great starting point. When it was first proposed, a lot of people who feel very passionately um, will disagree that this was, you know, kind of a smoke signal. But let's take the optimistic route that this was, um, you know, a, a way for us to be a leader in the country. I'm horrified that Minneapolis is leading the country on this. We are Los Angeles. We are California. We have the ability to really come out this and show because we have so many grassroots. We have so many organizations that have put in the work over the last, not just a few last few weeks, not just the last few months, but they've been putting it in for years. And they're showing us the way out of this. They're showing us the way north. And so I'm asking every single member on the council, no matter where you are today, just take a giant step forward. Just take a giant step forward. Defund the police. We're asking you to lower the percentage to 5% that goes to the police. This is our time to lead. We need to shift resources away from the LAPD budget and reinvest them into black and brown communities. And the roadmap is clear for us. Thank you so much to the People's Budget. Thank you so much to all the protesters and all the grassroots organizers who've been putting in the work for years. So take a giant breath all together and just realize that we are all moving forward. And please, please, please put yourself on the forefront of this movement because it is happening with or without your agreement. Thank you so much. I yield my time. Adopt the people's budget. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Hi, my name is Cheryl, and I want to make a general comment on item one. This is mainly directed to council members for Corian, Blumenfeld, and Courts based on your statements today. Um, it's pretty clear that you're trying to explain away the plain and simple facts is that you are fearful of losing the support of the L.A. Police Protective League. It's not lost on me, council members Blumenfeld and Quartz, that the two of you have valued campaign donations over human lives. In just one week, in February 2013, LAPPL PAC donated over $19,000 to Quartz and $16,000 to Blumenfeld. So I'm not surprised that you're doing their bidding now. You tried to minimize the fact that you're allocating over 50% of unrestricted funds to the police by saying that when you take the entire budget into account, the police funding is only 10%. By that same logic, then, the current tiny allocation of unrestricted funds to housing and community investment becomes close to zero when taking the entire budget into account, right? Or does that not only apply to the staff that you like? You tried to make it like, due to the city's jurisdiction, your hands are tied, but this is BS. We understand how city government works. We understand the budget. We don't need any more pre-written, demeaning statements addressing us like we didn't educate ourselves. Your job is to listen to us. So let me do the same and educate you. 
we've presented through the people's budget exactly what we need in our community. We've spelled it out so easily that even all of you, blinded by do donations, contributions from the LAPPL, we spelled it out so easily that even you can understand. Defund the police. We are coming out by the thousands with that singular act. By remaining complicit and loyal to the LAPPL, we see exactly where your morals lie, in greed and power and not in service to the people. So I yield my time and respectfully to Blumenfeld and Quartz, fuck you. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Oh, I'm sorry. Before, before you begin, could you please turn your device down and any... Uh, Caller, please remember to turn your device down before you begin speaking because there's a delay that will interfere with our ability to hear you. So, uh, caller, go right ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes. Hi, my name is Ivan Castro. I'm a business owner in CD10. First time caller, long time listener, but um, all jokes aside, I'm calling today to make the following clear. Defunding the police is a compromise. It is step zero. The goal is abolition. In this context, abolish the police, abolish prison. The absolute bare minimum that you can do in the execution of your job is to recommend defunding the LAPD and redirect the funds from proven killers to public services and housing. <clears throat> Specifically, acquisition and rehabilitation of multifamily units and single-family homes for affordable housing and community land trusts. A comprehensive eviction defense program that includes right to counsel services for thousands of units of supportive housing. Also, fully funding the HCID to ensure enforcement of existing tenant protection. Thanks to Act LA for all these points. You've all seen that Minneapolis's city's councils intend to disband the MPD in favor of a proven community public safety model. If you fail to recommend defunding the LAPD, you're showing all of us what we already know, that the LAPPL, who already lines your pockets, owns you. 150 million out of 3 billion is not defunding. It's a slap in the face to all the organizers who have been on the front lines for decades calling for defunding and abolition. Now is the time to separate yourselves from white supremacy. Do not align yourselves with Garcetti's budget. The future will hold you accountable. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Hi, council members. Hi, everyone who's on the call. My name is Oscar Alberto Dominguez. Uh, I live in District 1. I am a Euro-Indigenous American, Mexican Salvadorian. Um, I am a member of the Investing Youth Coalition and the Healthy LA Coalition and a supporter of the People's Budget Coalition. I just wanted to uh, share some ideas with y'all and see what y'all think. Um, first, first off, I believe that this budget uh, needs to be reimagined and rebuilt. Um, these are a couple ideas that y'all can start with. Um, making permanent affordable housing from existing housing stock, um, supporting a fully funding uh, an eviction defense program, social, social housing programs. Um, also fully funding building um, affordable housing and supportive housing, and also tenant protections. I think it's important that we also include youth into our mindset. Um, these are dark historical times for all of us, um, but I would really like for everyone to put their, their minds in the, in the shoes of the youth of our city 
um, and really meet the needs of the youth, especially in the communities of color. Um, and I believe that we should also be focusing the budget on meeting our basic needs. Uh, and these basic needs include housing, food, security, job security, clothing, transportation, health services, um, just any basic need that a human being deserves. That's what we should be fully funding. Um, and I'm really appreciative of everyone who's been in the call, and thank you for who for all those who have been part of the movement before I was born. I'm 25 years old. Um, the youth are watching. The youth are listening. The youth are moving. The youth are planning. And we hope that this council mem- the council members here in the city can build a relationship with the youth and everyone in the city, especially black and brown youth, uh, African indigenous youth, um, because we need to come together and reimagine our city. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Joseph O'Cone, general public comment. Yes, go right ahead. Uh, I just want to echo what the last speaker said at the very end. Uh, I think that Paul Krikorian, you're the one who's smarmily thanking each commenter after uh, the comment, which I don't buy, but I do want to take a moment to thank everyone who has taken the time to listen to this meeting and call in and speak. I always learn a lot listening to everybody, and I just want to uplift that uh, regardless of what the city council does, we already are stronger for for being in this movement. I also want to uplift the work that BLMLA has done to make this conversation even possible, um, and also to spotlight Stop LAPD Spying and Los Angeles Community Action Network, uh, among many other hardworking visionary organizations that have been doing this work for a lot, a lot longer than this moment. Um, you know what we want. We want the LAPD abolished. I mean, it's not a fucking secret. And the fact that you keep offering us opportunities to weigh in as if you don't know exactly what we want is frankly disingenuous. This is disingenuous is the austerity posturing that went on at the beginning of this meeting, presumably to make us feel like uh, what we want is simply not possible. We know it is. We know that you have the authority to reallocate these funds and we're not buying your, oh, we can't do anything bullshit. So whatever money's in that pot, we want all of it, we deserve all of it, uh, and we're going to get all of it. So, you know, you can either deal with us or you can get the fuck out of the way because it's not changing. Also, as BLMLA tweeted, Councilmember Koretz, if the only two incidences of police murder you can think of are Rodney King and George Floyd, you simply do not care about the black people who live in this city. Uh, and, you know, go fuck yourself. It's evergreen, baby. Oh, yeah, stay pet. You fucking weirdos. I yield my time. Next, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Hi, uh, my name is Rosie Glenn Lambert. Um, I'm speaking on item one. Um, before I do, I just want to quickly say it smells extremely fishy to me. Uh, that item one has been paused for this week, um, but I don't want to waste my time on that because you know that that's bullshit. Um, my big question for today is, uh, what is this committee's goal? If it is to uphold the suppression of public opinion, the violation of human rights, and the incarceration of nearly 22,000 citizens, then don't make a single change to the proposed budget because your police force is delivering. 
But if it is this committee's intention to meaningfully oversee spending of the city's money to ensure access to essentials like safe buildings, housing, health care, and jobs, why does police spending continue to increase with over half of the city's unrestricted funds going to the LAPD? Why aren't qualified healthcare professionals and social workers being paid to do jobs that our police are doing when we know police training is short and inefficient? Budget and Finance Committee, what is your goal? I realize that the mayor has committed to cut around $100 million from the police budget, but as members of the committee, I know you realize what a tiny fraction that actually is. Until spending for other systems comes anywhere near what is spent on our corrupt police department, your goal as a committee does not align with the people you serve. And we will remember that when the time comes to make a decision on your reelection. Mike Bonin, I'm in your district and I'm loud. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Gavin Abercrombie, commenting as a resident of L.A. Uh, on general comment uh, for item number one. When police brutality against our black community was protested, the LAPD response was even more police brutality. Their brutal and hyper-violent response to peaceful protesters will no doubt cost us a lot of money that didn't need to be spent. The $150 million cut to LAPD should just be a start. We over-rely on the LAPD for all manners of minor issues. Uh, that could be better served by people without guns and impunity to kill. And it doesn't need to be this way. We need social services now more than ever, and we want more investment in our black communities. I saw the video of LAPD officers attempting to intimidate the councilman from CD7. Uh, and don't let the LAPD intimidate you and attempt to extort more money to their coffers. Enact the people's budget as proposed by Black Lives Matter and reject the mayor's budget. I yield. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, Alice. Um, I'm calling to speak, Alice Wetterlin, I'm calling to speak on item number one. Um, I'm thankful for everybody that's spoken so far. Um, I just wanted to say that the city of council, the city council of Los Angeles needs to adopt the people's budget. I am so proud of this city and we are such a diverse city. We're home to the best and the brightest people in the world. We're home to the Dodgers. You know, this is the greatest place on earth. And our response to the pandemic in the state of California is leading the nation. Our environmental record is exemplary. So when I hear that Minneapolis is licking us on city budget structure relating to law enforcement and its community, it's an embarrassment. We cannot be behind the Midwest on this, guys. Okay? History is watching. We need to lead the nation on compassionate policies like Care Not Cops. This is the moment when we can show the world what Los Angeles is capable of. I urge you to defund the police and adopt the people's budget now. I was arrested for protesting, for exercising my First Amendment rights when the curfew was still on last week, and I could not believe the amount of response from LAPD. There were hundreds of police officers to arrest only 150 protesters. We were sent all over the city in cop cars, in wagons, in buses. All of that money was spent to give us what would, in this, what would eventually, eventually be citations, citations that could have been given with one stroke of a pen at the moment of arrest. There was no reason to spend all of this money. It was a ridiculous and I think a deliberate expenditure to show the, to show the city of Los Angeles the police can do anything that they want, and they're going to continue to do anything that they want until city council steps up and leads and adopts the, the people's budget. Thank you so much for listening to us. I yield my time. 
Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item that you wish to speak on. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Go right ahead, caller. One more time. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Okay, we'll need to go to the next caller, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Go ahead, speaker. Hello. Hello, my name is Laura Pavolin. I'm calling from White People for Black Lives in solidarity with BLM Los Angeles and as a representative of the People's Budget Coalition. I'm echoing all of the calls that black and brown community members have been making for decades, generations, centuries, that we are investing way too much in military, militarized community control. And this uh, $150 million that was just a reduction from the increase that was proposed is far too little too late. We know that any contact that black, brown, and native community members have with law enforcement is potentially lethal and, if not lethal, traumatizing. And we know that taking only $150 million out of a uh, piece of the budget that was already 56% of the general fund is an abysmally small adjustment to make. Um, we need you to urgently do more and take more money out of the police. And as folks on this call today have been saying, our ultimate goal is abolition. Defunding the police is a strategy on the way to abolition. Uh, we have to have the leadership of BLM Los Angeles amplified in anything that the city considers doing, and anything less is simply just a re-inscription of systemic racism. So Black Lives Matter, the People's Budget LA Coalition demands that our voices be heard, and we demand that you defund the police. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go right ahead. Um, thank you. Um, I'd like to speak uh, general comments um, that there's a serious dereliction of responsibility in our leadership, whether it's Trump uh, advocating outright violence or Newsom and Garcetti citing looters to delegitimize political demands. Or last week we have police more coddling the emotions of his officers to the point that all of the protesters are being gaslit. It's pretty sad that you all aren't choosing to stand affirmatively on the right side of history. <clears throat> you all have had multiple opportunities to reflect the voice of the people, but you haven't so far. Excuse me. <coughs> I guess the one thing that I want to say is that public outrage might feel like some kind of punitive response to bad behavior, and it sucks to be told that you're doing a bad job. But the solution isn't to apologize or to ask for forgiveness or, worse, to think that some public grilling is the equalizing force. Rather, the equalizing force will only arise when you all decide to change the civic priorities or whoever replaces you decides to change the civic priorities. 
We can't have these fake notions of security for property over the lives of Angelinos, particularly in a city, city that has a history of racial violence unmatched in the country. We'll not stop demanding change until you, we see you all take responsibility for your elected position. You must defund the police and do everything in your power to get Eric Garcetti to fire Chief Moore. Thank you for your time today. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Next Hello. speaker, please. Hello. Please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, council members. I am speaking in regards to item number one. My name is Zoe Natal. I am the executive director of SNP LA, the Spain Neuter Project of Los Angeles, and I'm calling as a constituent of the city of LA to urge our leadership to renew your commitment to animal welfare and no kill by fully funding spay and neuter at the same level it was funded in the 2019-2020 fiscal year. Please do not cut spay and neuter funding. Over the past 13 years, in partnership with LA Animal Services, SNP LA has spayed and neutered over 200,000 dogs and cats in Los Angeles. When SNP LA opened our doors over a decade ago, nearly half of the pets entering our city shelters were euthanized. Last year, LA nearly achieved a 90% save rate in our shelters, thanks in part to high-volume spay-neuter programs such as, as SNP LA and the city vouchers, which provide free and low-cost spay-neuter for the public. Over 12,000 individuals have signed our petition in support of maintaining the same level of funding for spay-neuter in LA. We cannot go back to the days in which we killed tens of thousands of adoptable dogs and cats each year. Spay-neuter is the law, so it must be affordable and accessible to all Angelinos. Thank you for considering the importance of animal welfare in LA on behalf of our four-legged friends and the families that love them. SNP LA is proud to serve LA's black and brown community, and we support all of the calls advocating for diversifying the funding otherwise allocated for the LAPD. Thank you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. My name is Steve Ducey. I want to speak on agenda item one and general public comment. Okay. All right, my name is Steve Ducey. I'm an organizer with Ground Game Los Angeles. Uh, first off, I just wanted to point out that there's really no reason for you guys to not be having this as a video meeting. Organizers figured this stuff out like right away when COVID happened. Uh, this is an audio only meeting, which means you're actually in violation of the Brown Act because the documents that you guys are reviewing in the audio only part of the meeting were not available to the public. Uh, I wanted to highlight a couple of things for you. Uh, in 2010, LAPD paid sworn overtime with $15 million. Uh, in just five years, that number increased to $93 million. And by 2019, it ballooned to $187 million. Uh, that's a 1,112% increase over 10 years in paid sworn overtime. Uh, according to a statement from the LA Police Protective League, which thank you, Councilmember Bonin, for highlighting this, uh, the, the Police Protective League said the nature of police work has evolved. We are also now therapists, drug treatment counselors, social workers, EMTs, many other things. I don't know any therapists, drug treatment counselors, social workers, or EMTs who carry guns. Um, and I think part of the reason why we're seeing such an explosion in the LAPD budget is because we are asking cops to do all of these other things that they are not trained to do. I was at Days of Dialogue a few years ago, and I talked with a police officer, and he told me that cops are trained like military, like it's a military academy. They break you down to build you back up uh, to create people without emotion. Those were his exact words. And Councilmember Blumenfeld, I, I just, I can't even believe like the words that come out of your mouth sometimes. How can you dare sit here and say to us that we're going to return to a militarized police? Did you not see what happened at the Grove? 
last week, this was a week ago that the police in riot gear were shooting unarmed protesters with tear gas, which is in violation of the Geneva Convention. Okay? You are so completely tone deaf and out of touch from the priorities of the people that live in this city. I endorse the people's budget. We need to defund police on the road to complete and total abolition of a racist police force that exists only to protect white property owners. And how did you guys find $1.6 million like that to have the National Guard here for a week to protect Chuck E. Cheese? Like, I mean, it's like so disgusting. I yield the rest of my time. Fuck y'all. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hello. Go right ahead. Hi, my name is Anne Marie Munn. Um, I'm a super privileged white mom living in Eagle Rock. And I cannot stomach the portion of unrestricted funds being funneled to LAPD. It shows us that the budget committee does not understand that Black Lives Matter. In this time of extreme crisis, we need to defund LAPD and adopt the people's budget. Angelinos need your support, and LAPD cannot provide the support that we need. They threaten the lives and the health of our city, especially our black and brown citizens. I urge you to fund care, not cops. In addition, if I heard correctly, it sounds like the Budget Committee has not already become familiar with the data on the types of calls that the LAPD have been responding to, and I find that to be wildly negligent. Please do better. Adopt the people's budget. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Brian McCauley. I'm calling to comment on item number one. And I'm calling to ask City Council to please defund the police and adopt the people's budget. Cutting it by $150 million is just, it's just not enough. And I work in education. I've also spent a good amount of time volunteering in the kitchen at the downtown Mission, feeding our city's unhoused citizens. These are areas that need more funding desperately. And I also witnessed police brutality firsthand in the Fairfax District last weekend when nonviolent protesters were met with violence by the police. I saw what the police budget buys. It buys batons to beat citizens and rubber bullets and smoke canisters to shoot them. Meanwhile, teachers have to buy their own supplies of pencils and notebooks to educate our children. Previous reform efforts have shown that the police system is designed to protect itself against real systemic change. The time for half measures and incrementalism is over. And I, I listened to you men speak and I heard a lot of hesitation and fear, but what this city needs right now is your love and your imagination. I beg of you to think bigger and act faster. The same way we as the human race need to immediately divest from fossil fuels because they're killing us, we need to immediately divest from the police because they're killing us. I support the people's budget to defund the police and invest in housing, mental health and wellness, public health and health care and education because Black Lives Matter. Thank you. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Evie Pope, and I'll be brief in my comment and just provide a general comment. I agree with Councilmember Bonin that we are in the moment of reckoning and that it is incredibly financially irresponsible to give the LAPD 51% of the city budget. Defund the police now and support a people's budget. And a $150 million cut is insignificant. We need more funding for community investment, not a racist police force. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? 
Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Hi, my name is uh, Carson Lear. I'm a resident of Los Angeles, longtime voter, and uh, I just would like to say that uh, listening to your opening remarks concerning uh, the dire straits we are in, concerning the budget, is uh, enlightening, but also very discouraging to hear. Granted, because looking into the budget, we see a $600,000 increase in firearms and ammunition for the police budget, but yet a decrease in neighborhood empowerment initiative by over 50%, which encourages uh, citizens to participate in their local communities. So it clearly shows that your lack of care and for this community, and you'd rather, it seems like you are expecting a doomsday to come by increasing firearms and lowering community programs such as housing, which also decreased by, what, close to $10 million according to this budget? So you need to not allow this budget to be passed. You need to make some major reforms. I yield my time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Jeffrey Curran. I am a resident of District 13. I'm calling to speak on item one. Mr. Blumenfeld, Blumenfeld, we've already returned to a militarized policing model, a difficult budget year, all the more reason to defund the LAPD and invest in social services, education, housing, jobs, homeless advocacy, and infrastructure. Stop blame shifting. Oakland has proven that police reform is not possible. Re-envisioning what the LAPD responds to means making it smaller and diverting that money to where you say the state has failed you. Millions of people have seen the video of, of that bully, Doretta Sandoz, berating Councilmember Rodriguez. The LA PPL have held you hostage and paid you off. Of course you want to po- push the motion to the last possible moment. I bet if you found yourself a billion dollars short, the LAPD would still get their money. Defund the LAPD, recommend the people's budget. Cutting $150 million is not anywhere enough. How can you attempt to reframe the lack of progress you've made when so much of the budget is allocated to the LAPD? You talk about lifting up communities, you're under an FBI probe for corruption. You're part of possibly the most morally and, and fiscally corrupt city council in the U.S. We will remember how you move forward when it is time to vote. We all know your names and allegiances much better than in March by now. The voting before public comment sure lets us know where you all stand. Um, to all the listeners on the call, the council member's direct email formula is firstname.lastname at lacity.org, not councilmember.lastname. I yield my time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Caller, please state your name. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Okay. Good afternoon. My name is Kelly, and I live in District 13. Um, this comment is regarding the budget, so item number one on the agenda. Um, I've worked in healthcare in LA County since 2015, and I'm currently a physician at a large county hospital. Um, I witness on a daily basis the inadequacies of mental health care and the impact of mass incarceration on my most vulnerable patients. So I urge the city council to revise the current budget in favor of the people's budget, 
which prioritizes housing, mental health, and public health over criminalization. I yield my time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, my name is Erin Walsh, and I'd like to speak on item number one. Uh, Mr. Krikorian, I actually agree with your opening comment that our current systems of government are not serving our people's interests or protecting our most vulnerable communities. I understand the limitations of the council. However, you must understand the outrage, the outrage LA residents feel seeing how much unrestricted money is allocated to a police force that disproportionately polices, abuses, and kills black people in this city with impunity. Even if the city does reallocate $150 million from the LAPD budget, billions of dollars would still be going to the police. 600-plus murders later, why hasn't LAPD money already been used for effective and mandatory de-escalation training? The committee has acknowledged COVID's impact on this city. But why are healthcare professionals struggling to get safety equipment while police have enough money to show up at peaceful protests and mass with riot gear? I agree with Mr. Bonin that LAPD cannot solve or effectively address the essential issues like mental health or homelessness. We need to put sufficient funding into the departments and organizations that can. I am not asking the committee or the council to be reckless or willy-nilly to use Mr. Koretz's words. I'm asking you to listen to your constituents and adopt a people's budget. I'm asking you to begin the process of defunding the police in order to create a better, more effective, community-driven public safety system for Los Angeles. Thank you. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Uh, <clears throat> hi, my name is Josh Lesser, and I'd like to talk about uh, item number one. Go right ahead. Um, first of all, I want to, like so many callers, uh, express my support for uh, defunding the police and adopting the People's Budget LA, and I would like to encourage uh, my councilman, Mike Bonin, uh, I'm a Mar Vista resident, um, as well as the rest of you to consider that. Um, I'd also like to ask a question, which I know you can't respond to, but we heard a lot in opening statements about um, not being able to find the money or moving the money but not knowing where it where it's going. And I believe it was uh, Councilman uh, Blumenfeld who said um, that we've tried to throw money at problems like homelessness and it hasn't worked. So my question is, do you think it's working right now? Do you think that the current budget that we have especially the amount of money going to the police force, whether that's 54% or 10% or any number in between. But the, the $3.5 billion, do you think that's worked it? And do you think it's working well enough that with minor tweaks we'll come out ahead? Because it certainly seems like the people that you're talking about being inspired by seeing in the streets don't believe that what we have now is working. So we have to try something else. So maybe that something else is throwing a bunch of money that we have been throwing at the police into other areas, into social services, into housing. There have been plenty of people on this call who know way more about this than me who have made what sound like very reasonable suggestions. So for you to sit there and say, well, we can't move the money out of the police, we, want, we wish we were in position to make incremental changes, is pretty absurd. And Councilman Correct, the fact that you started your statement by talking about the horror of seeing the George Floyd video and ended it Hi. by talking about about burnt down police cars is important. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Your time's expired. Thank you. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Elise. I'm a constituent in District 5. Your budget revisions and recommendations need to defund LAPD in favor of community-led services as detailed in the People's Budget LA. Paul Koretz's introductory comments suggesting that the creators of the People's Budget LA don't know what they're talking about is disrespectful, ignorant, and misleading, and shows the corrupt priorities of politicians who accept campaign donations from the police. I live in Koretz's district, and the level of inequality shown by the neglect and the cruel over-policing of unhoused folks, especially unhoused black folks, right next to the mansions of Bel Air, it is one of the countless examples of District 5's need and this entire city's need for systemic change that addresses the real needs and equalities of our communities, not the priorities of the political and economic elite. The People's Budget LA provides for this need, seeing as it was created by and with the people that you have been elected to represent, and, as these protests and these comments show, is supported by a vast majority of constituents that you have been elected to represent. LAPD has exhibited ceaseless harassment and murder of black communities with little to no consequence. It doesn't need reform. It doesn't need your excuses. It needs defunding. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Okay, hi, my name is Kelly Kay. I'm an assistant professor at UCLA, and my current research is focused on fiscal policy. Um, I'm calling to comment on item one as well as make general comments. Is that okay? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, it's your floor. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, so I'm calling in today to say that Mayor Garcetti's allocation of such a large portion of the city budget to the LAPD is fiscally and socially irresponsible and to urge the council to reject the mayor's budget and adopt the priorities outlined in the people's budget. I, I recognize that as with all cities, Los Angeles operates on a fixed budget and much of its unrestricted funds come from taxes paid by Angelinos. I know we're in the midst of a, an unprecedented global pandemic which has occurred on the heels of an affordability crisis that has made the city increasingly unlivable for many of its longtime residents. Given all that we are facing, it would be difficult to move forward as a community without substantial funds being dedicated to the members of our community who are most in need. Black and brown Angelinos who face discrimination and police violence, our unhoused neighbors, and those who face the threat of eviction or untenable rent increases, our neighbors who face health care and mental health crises, and our children and the elderly. It is unconscionable to approve a budget that continues to exacerbate these crises instead of alleviating them. Again, I fully appreciate that we have a tight budget, perhaps tighter than it has been in a long time, but you are our representatives and these are our tax dollars. We need to direct our unrestricted funds towards care, not cost. Thank you. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Um, members of the committee, we um, had originally set aside uh, an hour and a half, but I, and that's, we have about a half an hour more of that to go. I would recommend that we add uh, another half an hour to that uh, so that we can take as many callers as we can. So we will go for another hour of public comment if that, uh, if there's no objection. So with that, uh, go right ahead. Next speaker, please. 
Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Jesse Maurice, and I am calling in regards to item one. Dear council members, this past week, we have seen the current LAPD budget of $3.1 billion in action, rubber bullets being shot at the faces of people, resulting in skin ripped off, eyesight loss. These rubber bullets being shot at people protesting police brutality. We have seen tear gas thrown at people protesting police brutality. Tear gas, a chemical weapon banned in warfare under the Geneva Protocol of 1925. A chemical that targets the lungs during a pandemic with a virus that targets the lungs. It is evident that a heavy amount of the current $3.1 billion budget for the LAPD is spent on weapons. Weapons invested in exercising violence and murder on innocent and unarmed Angelinos. We are amidst a global pandemic where 55% of Angelinos are unemployed and you are diminishing the budget for housing when LA has a housing crisis to top it all off. It makes no sense, which is why we demand to defund the police and put our taxpaying money back into our communities. I ask you to not just take a look at the people's budget, which was crafted by 10,000 Angelinos, but adopt the people's budget, which allocates the largest amount of money to universal aid and crisis management, build environment, and reimagine community safety. I yield my time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is, can you hear me? Yes, we can, go right ahead. Thank you. Uh, good afternoon, council members. I'm here to demand that the LAPD be defunded immediately and in accordance with the people's budget. It's that simple. Listen, at the outset of COVID, our healthcare workers waited months for supplies, resources, and testing kits to become available. But it took the LAPD just one day to spring into full military mode, marking the start of an apocalyptic fortnight of uniformed officers beating, gassing, and shooting at peaceful citizens simply because those citizens showed up to exercise their First Amendment rights. After decades of misguided reform efforts, it is time to admit the LAPD is a failed experiment in policing. I support the People's Budget, which calls for an immediate reduction of the size and scope of the LAPD, simultaneous with reinvestment in housing, education, and other community initiatives. I specifically agree with Councilmember Bonin's comments about new, solutions-driven, nonviolent approaches for responding to public needs. On the other hand, Councilmember Blumenfield, your assessment that a decline in community policing will lead to an increase in a militarized state Sir, it's simply wrong, and it is based on an unexamined and incorrect assumption that the Los Angeles community is unable to police and regulate itself, and the people of Los Angeles need you to confront and dispel this in your heart for yourself right now. And to Councilmember Koritz, don't tell us that the budget is short in one breath and then try to drum up sympathy for eight burned cop cars in the next. Just decommission them and the officers that drove them and put the money toward community programs and neighborhood councils. This is not hard. Please, council members, please listen to the people with curiosity and with a willingness to question your own unexamined assumptions about the ability of the people to, to police themselves. Thank you. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item which you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Zoe. I'd like to make a public comment. The people of LA right have shown... Oh, thank you. <laughs> 
Uh, the people of L.A. have shown overwhelming support for significantly defunding LAPD to invest in communities instead through the people's budget on the way to full abolition. We need health care, education, crisis management, housing, free transportation, and public safety on our terms. I don't understand how you can remain so viciously unyielding when it is strikingly obvious that police are central perpetrators of violence in the city. Your people are hurting under your leadership, and you don't give a fuck. You work for us, remember? I yield my time. Fuck you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. What's up, fam? It's John Moderate, Ground Gain LA, general public comment. Am I still muted? Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, um, again, We can hear yeah. you. Yeah, so my first comment is uh, back to Paul, who's concerned about cutting the police budget. And, like, of course you would be, because that would mean you can't send LAPD out to terrorize unhoused black trans women like you did at Poinsettia Park when you expelled them from there. Look it up, folks. Paul Corrette is a racist transphobe. Bob Blumenfeld, um, LAPD is already one of the most militarized police departments in the country. Uh, you've done nothing to stop the 1033 program. Uh, we still data share with DOD. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, and, yeah, lastly, I'm just going to read this list, this handy little list I found. Of eight simple things are totally non-racist city council and mayors can do to solve the issue with racist policing without impacting the budget at all. They are, number one, defund the police. Two, defund the police. Three, defund the police. Four, defund the police. Five, defund the police. Six. Defund the police. Seven, defund the police. And eight, defund the police. In addition to those eight, I have 40 of my own points I would like to add to them. They are nine, defund the police. Ten, cancel the Olympics. Eleven, defund the police. Twelve, defund the police. Thirteen, you got to defund the police. Fourteen, defund the police. Fifteen, defund the police. 16, defund the police. All right. 17, Thank you very much, sir. Thank on, you. Next on, speaker, please. Defund the police. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Sean Cullen. Uh, I'm here to speak on the uh, table uh, motion number one. Go right ahead. Uh, yes, I'm calling in today as a constituent in uh, David Ruse district. I'm also on the steering committee of uh, Democratic Socialists of America, Los Angeles. Uh, we have endorsed uh, the uh, Healthy LA and People's Budget coalitions. I urge you and the rest of the city council to reject the mayor's proposed budget. And uh, I also ask you to reflect a little bit on the qualitative, or excuse me, the, yes, the qualitative rather than the quantitative aspect of city budgeting. There's been a lot of talk today. How much money are we going to cut from the police department? How much money are we going to put towards other services and uh, community policing, etc.? Um, 
look to Minneapolis, look at what they're trying to do in terms of rejecting the notion of contemporary police policies and the structure of the police department in general. Uh, when NWA wrote the song, Fuck the Police, they were really saying, fuck the LAPD. Uh, the LAPD is a scar on our city. It is one of the most historically corrupt and despicable institutions in the United States. And what a lot of your constituents forget, even though they know it in their hearts, is that we didn't elect these people. We elected you, and we need you to hold the police accountable, first of all, by defunding them and eventually abolishing the LAPD as me, a guy from Philadelphia, as the members of DSALA who had rubber bullets shot at them during protests. As we all know, this is one of the most uh, corrupt and despicable organizations in the United States. Uh, it's a blight on our city, and we need to start thinking not in terms of dollars and cents, but in terms of human lives, uh, human, humanitarian goals. Uh, and while we're at it, uh, why don't we uh, uh, not have the Olympics here in 2028 uh, and bring uh, a buttload more police and troops and uh, government agencies into uh, the city. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Caller, state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Go right ahead, speaker. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Okay, we'll need to move to the next speaker, please. Caller, state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Hi, Go right ahead. Patrick. Thank you. My name is Patrick, and I'm speaking on item one. I'm a resident of L.A. in the District 10, Wilshire, Koreatown neighborhood. As an emerging healthcare provider, I've been sitting with the rawness of my disappointment in the leadership of the elected city officials. As we continue to face the pandemic of a novel virus that attacks the respiratory system, we're collectively witnessing the use of tear gas in the streets. This level of inhumane ignorance among elected officials must stop. To cite a few research studies, tear gas exposure increases the risk of influenza, pneumonia, bronchitis, and other respiratory illnesses. Hello, COVID-19. Repeated exposure of tear gas increases risk of bronchitis and prolonged cough lasting, lasting up to several weeks. Tear gas is an irritant to cells that activates pain receptors leading to intense burning of eyes, throat, lungs, skin, and mucous membranes. Others effects, other effects of tear gas include a difficulty in swallowing, drooling, or severe burning in the mouth. In some cases, it can cause an asthma attack, as we have witnessed, or swelling in the area that could potentially lead to asphyxiation or death. Additionally, tear gas has been found to cause miscarriages. 
Ending the use of tear gas and other archaic procedures rooted in violence as exhibited by the LAPD is just the start of defunding the police budget. It is now your responsibility and that of Mayor Garcetti to answer for these brutal and senseless actions of the LAPD and to defund the police and reallocate these funds to essential public health services, including medical and mental health, as well as homelessness services. You can do better than a mere $150 million, and you know it. To see the city more readily prepared to militarize itself against peaceful protesters than it is to face a pandemic should be a clear sign to where your priorities are. I hope you're paying attention. Defund the police. Fund social health services. I stand in solidarity with Black Lives Matter, the People's Budget LA, and Healthy LA Coalition. Thank you. Adopt the People's Budget. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Jenny Walton-Wessel, and I'm giving general comment. I'm a clinical social worker. I live in the 13th District, and I join the voices calling on you to support a people's budget. Financing a militarized police force while humane and evidence-based programs are continually defunded is sickening from a moral perspective, but it's also absurd and insane from a rational policy perspective. You don't have to start from scratch. Some of you seem to think we'd have to, which is bizarre. As a social worker, I know that there are many, many solutions already operating to meet community needs, and they are very well suited to respond to human suffering in our city if you just take LAPD money and fund us. Our sick obsession with policing has caused horrific harm and trauma and has poisoned our integrity as a community. I'm starting to think that you guys must be scared of cops too. Is that the case? You've got to find the vision and courage to create an ethical and nonviolent, well-funded social service sector here. Please make LA a leader in this. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Kendall Mayhew, and I'd like to give general public comment and speak on agenda item number one. Okay, go right ahead. I'm an organizer with Ground Game LA, and I'll start by saying I want to express solidarity to everyone rising up for abolition across this racist country and around the world. Perhaps it is the generational divide at work, but you continue to expect that your constituents won't be able to keep tabs on your lies, your obfuscations, and your continuous abdication of leadership. The comments from Caress are perfect, really, because they are a great example of what has brought us here. Our system dismisses the people most impacted by any issue as somehow incapable of being experts on their own communities. You continue this by calling the demands of BLM and their committed allies new or somehow unreasonable. The reality is that it is you who have zero credibility. You each make over $200,000 a year, more than any city council person in the nation. Here's a little context. New York has 50 city council people. Chicago has 51 aldermen. There are 15 of you, making you the most powerful city council members in the country. And yet, You continue to claim you cannot abolish the deadliest and most militarized police force in America and cancel rent for the same people who are targeted by LAPD and handed over to ICE for deportation whenever possible. With the exception of Mike Bonin, none of you can even acknowledge the pain of people of Los Angeles credibly. 
This is L.A. LAPD is responsible for the original viral video of racist police brutality. Before the Internet, they managed to go fucking viral. And since then, they have only become more militarized and well-funded because of elected officials. You are the past. Black Lives Matter and their allies are the future. Commit to our demands. Enact the people's budget. Fire Chief Moore. Turn in your resignations. And then get the fuck out of the way. Because we are building a city that takes care of all of us. I yield my time. Fuck you. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, uh, my name is Ali Vingiano. I'm calling to speak uh, general comments. Yes, go right ahead. Okay, thanks. Uh, it's hard to tell if you can hear. Um, uh, so I'm calling, like so many others, to ask you to defund the police and adopt the people's budget. And have other, uh, others have mentioned this as well, but many of you have accepted contributions from the LAPD, and I'm calling today to ask you to commit to stop taking contributions moving forward. Many of you are up for re-election. I'm in District 4 with David Rue, who's accepted $44,933 from the LAPD. The chair of this committee uh, has accepted, Paul Krikorian has accepted $24,998, $24,998, Paul Koretz, you've accepted $56,061. Even Mike Bonin, who, <laughs> whose comments have been, you know, who's spoken up against this, you've accepted $26,553. In fact, in, altogether between 2017 and 2020, you guys have accepted nearly $400,000 from the LAPD. So will you commit to investing this blood money in bail funds, in mutual aid funds, and in organizations that benefit LA's black community, or will you continue to put the police over the people? If you don't want to contribute to devastating the city, you need to invest in public schools, in housing, in transportation, and stop overfunding the police uh, that is terrorizing the communities that need the money the most. Also, the police are just generally incompetent. At the two protests this weekend, tons of you know, thousands of people were there. There was no violence because the police did not show up. Um, the police also, I drove by an Eagle Rock Target last week, and there were four police cars there, not a single person in the fucking parking lot. So just preemptively protecting a Target is where our public money is going. $150 million is not enough to adequately address structural racism. Everybody knows it. It's also not a budget cut if you're just decreasing a budget right. increase. So... Adopt police budget, Black Lives Matter, matter. you guys are elected officials, empower yourself. Thank you very much. Thank you. Next speaker. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Caller? Go right ahead, speaker. Go right ahead, caller. Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Emily Munoz-Snyder, and I'm calling in regards to two items. I believe the first one is going to be item 12. Um, on that, I'd just like to say, please eliminate Exhibit H and fund the Department of Cultural Affairs. Cutting funding to art and culture will have rippling effects, starting with the employees of the DCA. Uh, furthermore, investing in art is not expensive, and the research is there to show how many positive outcomes it leads to for children, for students, and for communities. It also provides healing therapeutic services for people of all ages. Um, the wealthy always have and always will have access to arts and culture. This connects to the general comment I would like to make on item one. Divert part of the police budget to arts and other health and community services 
in communities impacted by poverty and trauma caused by the racist LAPD. Uh, this movement is not going away, and it is international. It's been happening in Hong Kong and in Chile. Policing at the rate us people of privilege have been conditioned to accept has never been necessary and has always been unethical. Camera phones are not going away, and communication facilitated by the Internet is not going away. The policymakers of Los Angeles cannot stick their hand, heads in the sand on this. Defund the police, invest in systematically disadvantaged communities, and be part of the positive change that will happen in the world, whether you're on board or not. I really want to see Los Angeles do well on this. Thank you. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Uh, yes, my name is uh, Brady Collins. I'm with Kiwa, the Koreatown Immigrant Workers Alliance. So I'd like to speak on item one in general public comment. Okay. Yes, I'm calling because right I strongly ahead. support I strongly support the Healthy LA and People's Budget Coalitions. Kiwa was founded in 1992 in order to help address the underlying economic conditions that led to the Rodney King civil unrest. Nearly three decades later, the city of LA has still not done its part. I urge you and the rest of the city council to reject the mayor's proposed budget. It does not reflect the priorities and values of Los Angeles residents, and the $150 million reduction in the LAPD's budget is merely a Band-Aid on an open chest wound. In this time of global pandemic and the fight to end systemic racism, the city budget should invest in communities, not policing. Improving access to housing and economic opportunity is the best policy for preventing crime and recovering from this pandemic. I urge you to support the People's Budget LA, and I demand the defunding of the police, and the Healthy LA Coalition's proposal for funding of much-needed housing programs is an important one, and I urge you to support that as well. Thank you for your leadership. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Dion Turner, speaking on item number one in general public comment. Very good. Go right ahead. I'm calling as a public policy advocate for the Inner City Law Center. We provide free legal services to the poorest and most vulnerable residents of L.A. We urge this committee and the rest of the council to reject the mayor's proposed budget and instead intentionally defund LAPD while supporting the Healthy LA and People's Budget requests. In this time of global pandemic and the fight to end systemic racism, the city's budget should reflect the values and needs of the people you serve. We request funding of the following housing, me of the following housing measures among those echoed by my Healthy LA and People's Budget colleagues. One, to fully fund HCID to ensure existing tenant protections are fully covered and there is an, as there is an unprecedented wave of evictions looming. Two, secure 500 units in creating a social housing pilot program for a publicly owned property. Three, as an active member of the Right to Counsel Coalition, we seek an investment of $70 million in a fully funded Right to Counsel and Eviction Defense program that includes legal defense, tenant outreach, education, and targeted rental assistance. Moving on to general public comment, um, I want to raise that the UCLA Luskin published a report titled The Impending Evictions and Homelessness in L.A., and the report highlighted the following facts. The fact that the city has abandoned its prior commitment of allocating $9 million to right to counsel. The fact that without a comprehensive eviction prevention and defense program, hundreds of thousands of L.A. households will be facing undefended evictions when a state of emergency is over. And it is our low-income communities of color that will face the heaviest concentration of evictions. Finally, what's to come will be another round in the systemic unhousing of people, 
especially as the COVID-19 pandemic has exposed and deepened the inequality in LA, with the burden of this crisis carried disproportionately by our black and brown communities of color. These requests are just a drop in the drain pool of resources needed to reverse decades of racist policies, land use policies, and divestment from LA's black and brown communities that continue to have their saving effects today. Thank you, and I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Daryl Jones, and I'd like to speak on agenda item number one. Very good. Go um, right ahead. So I, so I live in District 13, and I want to frame this idea in the context uh, a little differently for, for you all and your careers. Um, so I know that many of the callers are aggressively demanding you to act, so I would consider this. When you act, you will have the support of all the people. We are ready to lift you up. We are ready to support you. We are ready to fight with you. Those of us in the streets are calling out for people like you with the power to join us. You will never have another opportunity to have this kind of support in your tenure of public service. This is a do-or-die moment, and it will define your lives and your careers forever. Imagine the political capital that you could gain if you were united behind this action. Imagine the headlines, the donation, the re-election campaign slogans. You can each get a plaza named after you or maybe even a new sports stadium. If you succumb to the political pressure of the mayor and the LAPD and ignore the calls for defunding, then you are saying to us, I accept the recurring killing of innocent Angelinos at the hands of police. This is okay with me. I sanction this with my vote. I have seen the light, and I have turned my back in exchange for political expediency. Search your souls, talk to your God, and may you find the courage to join us in this fight for abolition. If you cannot do that, then perhaps you should all resign. Black, Letter, Black Lives Matter activists have been putting the tireless, thankless work to dream up this budget and a better future for all Angelinos, and nothing less will do than the adoption of this budget. If you cannot act in this moment when hundreds of thousands of Angelinos and millions of people around the world have their eyes on you, then you lack the imagination to be leaders. This is the largest civil rights demonstration in the history of the entire nation. If you cannot enact this change, then how do you expect it to get done? Thank you. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Allie, and I would like to make a public comment regarding item number one. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, hi, I am asking the committee to please reject the proposed budget. Um, I am an urban planning graduate student at UCLA, and I acknowledge the role my field has played in suppressing the voices of the less privileged. In an effort to combat this suppression, I am trying to use my voice to speak for those people who are unable to be at the table for this conversation. This is my first time speaking at a meeting, so please forgive me if I'm all over the place, but we need to talk about this budget. As you are all aware, the recent uprisings in the city and the mayor's budget proposal have um, raised concerns in the public. This budget is just a reiteration of the status quo by affording the police to militarize themselves when, teach when teachers in the same community barely make a livable wage and use most of their money to fund school supplies. We need a focus on community development and equity initiatives. Social workers responding to crisis calls is one example of the countless ways we can make a difference, but there's so much more that needs to be done, and the proposed reallocation amount is not enough. 
Additionally, the lack of diversity on this, on this committee is astounding. With the exception of one person, there are no other people of color, nor a single woman in this community, and that is absolutely not representative of the people in LA, and that is something the committee seriously needs to reflect upon. Thank you for listening, and I hope my words resonated with you. I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. My name is Cleober and Gooding. I want to speak on item one. Uh, council members, it is no less than your biggest moral obligation right now to defund the LAPD and give back to your city. We need more homes, better public transport, better community care. The list goes on. You know about it. You are alive. You have the power, so use it for good. If you don't, the next person to get murdered by LAPD will be on your shoulders. Your number one priority ahead of your families, ahead of your children, ahead of your personal dreams and reputations should be preventing the deaths of more black and brown people in this city. If you don't defund police and refund the community now, it will happen eventually anyway. Sell LAPD assets, sell all the damn helicopters, these hotel rooms and empty houses cause the homeless, get creative for Christ's sake. At this point, you are simply wasting all of our time and prolonging suffering. If God exists, God is watching you now. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Good afternoon. My name is Margaret Love. I'm a resident of District 2, and I'd like to make a general comment, please. Go right ahead. Thank you so much for your time today. I actually had a written statement prepared, and I have decided to abandon it um, and instead use this time that I have been given to implore you to listen to the voices that came before me. We have been on this call now for three-plus hours. The majority of that time has been spent with people asking you for one solid thing. There's been three calls asking for a spay and neuter, but how many calls have we already listened to that have asked to defund the police? They are not asking for reform. They are not siding with the mayor's proposal. They are loudly demanding you defund the police. I am asking you to defund the police. We need to divest in LAVP. LADP, and we need to invest in affordable housing, in harm reduction, and in trauma response, among a myriad of other social services that would better support our, com our community, especially our Black and Indigenous communities, our people of color, our trans community, our queer community, everyone that constantly gets left out of conversations because they do not have the majority voice. Please, I implore you, you say you don't want to listen to the hashtags, but those are the voices of your constituents as well. The emails are the voices of your constituents. These telephone calls are the voices of your t constituents. Please defund the police. Thank you, I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Good afternoon, Ma. Could you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. 
My name is Salma Perez. I am an indigenous Zapoteca. Today I represent the Mia Community Schools and the, and the Multicultural and Multigenerational Coalition for Change in support of the Black Lives Matter and the People's Budget. LACLA are in agreement with the council's decision to reduce the LAPD budget, but most importantly, defund police militarization in the city, county, and state, and prioritize the transformation of a police culture that respects human rights and civil society. Invest in the needs of, a, of the community through education and opportunities for cultural and economic growth for young people. We ask that no more of the more of than for 40% of the city's budget be allocated to LAPD. We also demand that more strategies be developed and implemented to properly protect black, brown, and indigenous people from the police forces. Our tax dollars, city and town subsidized, especially as the city of Los Angeles plans to expand additional funds on policing instead of community building, housing, and education. We ask that the funds be reallocated to other city departments and programs according to the outline of the people's budget, namely that funds be distributed as so. Universal aid and crisis management, built environment, reimagine community safety, community and cultural affairs, especially for indigenous, black, and migrant communities, restorative justice programs for those negatively affected by injunctions and Cal Gangs databases, gang reduction, and youth development. We ask for funds also to be distributed for universal access to quality healthcare and education, both private and public. LCLA offers its support and guidance to the Los Angeles City Council on understanding the perspective of the Los Angeles Latinx, Indigenous, and Black communities' perspectives on budget allocation and the community solutions this budget can bring forward. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item which you wish to speak on. Uh, hi, my name is David Brown um, uh, from District 13, hoping to speak on item number one. Go right ahead. Sure. Um, I suppose I'm, I uh, would be saying a lot of the same things as other people um, to echo the calls to defund the police department and adopt the people's budget, but I guess I'd rather focus on some things that other people have said about um, what I imagine is a lot of political calculus being done. Um, among the city council members right now, where um, um, there have been a lot of uh, uh, declarations um, denouncing the violence that we've seen against uh, black and brown people around this country and historically, but I think a missing component um, in a lot of that discussion has been that the police is the fist at the end of an arm, um, the heart and the head of which uh, rests with people like you, our uh, elected officials, um, at the behest of police unions and um, other people who are attempting to um, obfuscate the blame. Um, and I believe that that veil is being lifted and you now face a choice of whether you're going to continue your political futures with the people um, who now understand how that structure is set up um, or you can attempt to remain on the ship that has so far uh, kept you afloat but is, I believe, rapidly sinking. Um, that's about all I have to say. Uh, spay and neuter pets as well, why not? Um, thanks so much, I yield my time. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Natalie and I'm speaking on item one in general public comment. Go right ahead. I'm a recent high school grad 
high school graduate born and raised in Los Angeles. As a member of the youth, I would like to say that this $150 million is a stunt and is only about 5% of the LAPD's funding. Our communities are worth more, and it is insulting to think us as the people would not notice this cop-out. The finances within the LAPD, such as pensions and overtime pay, need to be reevaluated and budgeted. The amount LAPD is currently funded is superfluous. Growing up here as a person of color, there is too much police in black and brown communities that has caused fear to me and my friends rather than actual community support and safety. I, members of the youth, urge for the city council to take more out from police funding and put back into free youth programs and art programs. These opportunities keep young people out of gangs, drugs, and other violence because we need opportunities for success. It should also be addressed that the disabled living here often can can only have part-time jobs due to their disabilities and find themselves struggling with the lack of government support and the increase of unaffordable housing. I also deeply encourage for money from police funding be taken to address our homelessness. I have worked in shelters and volunteered on Skid Row, and there is not nearly enough affordable housing, well-paying jobs, mental health services, and drug rehabilitation. Many people living on the streets of LA have come from similar backgrounds to you and I. It is similar institutions and volunteers mainly helping, where I have witnessed with my own eyes police storing out all belongings from homeless or giving them five minutes to pack their whole lives and move somewhere else. For years, force like this has been a temporary solution, and often homeless families are forgotten and neglected. They are citizens of Los Angeles. In addition, there are only so much housing available for families. If there is no room in a specific family housing facility, it can be very dangerous for children. The city should be the ones helping because you created this problem. Not, not just volunteers and small organizations should be helping. Listen to your citizens. Listen to the people actually living here. If you continue to fund the police, the blood of the 106 and counting by LAPD in eight years will be on your hands. Defund the police. I yield my time. Thank you. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the items you wish to speak on. Hello. My name is Andrea Keen. I am from Council District 4 in the Hollywood Hills. And I'm calling in to speak on item one in general comments. <clears throat> like many of the residents of Los Angeles who've called, emailed, tweeted, and marched in opposition, I'm demanding the council and the mayor revise this abhorrent, racist, classic, classist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, and ableist budget, with the most vital change being defunding the LAPD and reallocating those funds to support our communities in a way that benefits its residents and voters. The LAPD is one of the most abusive and corrupt law enforcement departments in the country, which results in both unacceptable human rights consequences and fiscal consequences, which disproportionately affect black, brown, queer, female, trans, and disabled bodies. I demand Mayor Garcetti and this council draft a people's budget which defunds the LAPD, implements community care and support executed by educated, credentialed professionals. I implore the council to consider their legacies and how their decisions will affect their family members carrying their name for generations. If you do not work to defund the police, you will bring permanent dishonor to your name and we will work tirelessly to unseat you. Thank you very much. I yield my time. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Caller, 
please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. Go ahead, caller. Okay, next caller, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Wayne from Encino, all items, please. Uh, okay, here we go. Welcome back. The Budget King has returned. Only four hours and seven minutes on hold. Thank you for taking me so quickly. Now, as you see, you've heard a lot of people use colorful metaphors to describe how they feel about our budget. In the words of Jose Wazar, fuck you and fuck the city council. Mr. Wazar has not been charged or convicted of a crime, but because he has brown skin and the LAPD beats the shit out of anybody that's not white, he can't attend council meetings. Right, Councilman B, a.k.a. current press? That's right, sir. Absolutely. Now, I wish you would have voted on the motion first before you took public comment. That way, Mr. Krikorian could be arrested in front of his gay son, A-Trag, and his fat pig wife, Tamar, on the 11 o'clock news. But you caught it just in time. And I also note, you're not there with Mr. Fobble. Mr. Fobble is the criminal attorney for Nuri Martinez, that fat fucking cunt that can't stop eating 24-7. And, of course, they're blackmailing Monica Rodriguez because she used to be a prostitute. Back in the day before she got enough money to buy her seat on the city council. Time. So, I demand justice. Fuck the police. Fuck you. Fuck Burger City. Your time is expired. He's Thank you very much. Your time is expired. Next caller, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. My name is MJ. I'm um, speaking on the agenda item one and general public comment. Um, Go right ahead. I'm asking the city council to reject the mayor's budget and to pass a budget that prioritizes the actual needs of Los Angeles residents by adopting the Healthy LA and People's Budgets Coalition. Our communities were already facing the nation's worst housing and homelessness crisis before the pandemic. Black residents are overrepresented in the homeless population and are at higher risk of dying from COVID as a direct result of systematic discrimination, generational poverty, and a lack of community resources. Council member Blumenfield mentioned infrastructure and no one is asking for less money for infrastructure. We're asking for that money to be taken away from the LAPD. Let's put that money towards infrastructure in black and brown communities that continue to be neglected in terms of public transportation, green space, and accessibility for disabled citizens. It's not enough to make nominal budget cuts to the LAPD. We need to defund and abolish the police and divert that funding towards housing and social services to, their, to our most vulnerable citizens and reparations to black and indigenous communities. The police do not keep us safe. They do not prevent crime and they do not achieve justice. In fact, domestic violence is two to four times more common among police families than American families in general. 
and police officers are known to commit sexual assault with impunity, specifically targeting minors, sex workers, unhoused women, and women of color. You need to defund the LAPD and use that money to address the root causes of what you've deemed as criminal behavior. Every dollar you decide to give to the LAPD instead of underserved communities sends a clear message to your POC constituents, particularly your black and indigenous constituents, that the city views them as potential liabilities that will not inevitably need to be caged and controlled rather than human beings and communities who've made the city what it is today and deserve to flourish. Don't tell us what you can't do. Don't tell us you can't afford it. It's your job to make it work, to find and research alternatives, and to serve the citizens who pay you to do your job. Black Lives Matter and their allies and other grassroots organizers have laid all of this out for you, and you should be thanking them for doing the work that you're paid to do but haven't bothered to do. You work for us, the police work for us, and we're saying loud and clear that they're fired. Please reject the mayor's budget, abolish the police, and pass the people's budget. Thank you very much. Thank you. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Go right ahead. Uh, hello, my name is Natalie, and I'd like to. Hi, speak go right on, ahead. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, go right ahead. Thank you. Um, I'd like to speak on item number twelve and one. Um, I am was raised and rooted in Los Angeles. I am an arts professional, and I, um, just like everyone else that's spoken before me, uh, definitely want to uplift a lot of these voices. I am a woman of color, and I, too, want to just share my support of the people's budget. Um, these are our taxpayer dollars, and um, we're really looking to leadership, um, especially asking for accountability across the board. So we're looking to you and what you're going to do, um, and clearly the people have spoken. Secondly, in terms of item number 12, uh, we definitely want to fund the DCA without a doubt. Um, as an intern of what used to exist, the youth arts and education sector, the DCA no longer exists now. Uh, we definitely want to make sure that we're looking to our future and our future generations to come. When we're thinking about when we're thinking about even our current situation in the last few months, what is the, one of the first things, aside from reaching out and seeking community, is really looking to arts and culture. And without a doubt, we want to make sure that we invest and that we do not eliminate the DCA as we look to all these budget items. And I know there's a lot of big number of things thrown around, but just know that there's people behind it too. And I know you all on this board are trying your best, but... I, I know this thing has been going on for over three hours. We, too, are listening, and uh, we're looking, and we're, we're taking action. And we want to stand behind uh, with the people um, represent right now. And, again, just want to say thank you, uh, but also uh, that, you know, these actions that will be taken by leadership are going to All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, next speaker, please. And we have about 10 minutes to go uh, before we will return to the agenda. 10 minutes uh, to go. Please, next speaker. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Yeah, this is uh, Rob Kwan. I'd like to speak on items one and two. Go right ahead. Thank you. Um, you know, I'd like to take a step back to last year uh, when our, our 
committee chair uh, spoke about the reserve fund and acknowledged that we had some labor contract negotiations pending and that while we had a mighty reserve fund, it would not be something that could withstand a recession like we had in 2008. Um, I think it's important to you know, not forget the original sense. Uh, why is COVID hitting us hard? We can't make up for lost revenues because we have a massive LAPD raise that snuck through in the fall that is sandbagging everything we want to do. Uh, this budget deficit isn't driven by COVID. It's driven by cowardice and corruption. Um, we're looking at $288 million below our previous budget, and uh, we're looking at shortfalls for our next budget of 45 to $400 million. Um, and our mayor is sneaking in a proposal to cut an additional $100 million from other city departments. Uh, you know that those other cuts are going to be devastating and don't offer significant savings. We need all of that $250 million to come from LAPD, and that's just the start. Um, our, with all due respect, our budget chair last week said that uh, we can't budget by hashtag, but your committee and your council have been budgeting with silence on LAPD, and that is really just criminal. Um, it, we, despite waves of public comment asking you to talk about this issue, only now are we actually hearing our council members openly address the sacred cow of LAPD. Uh, you sat silent through so many warnings of waste, fraud, and abuse. Um, <laughs> despite all that, uh, we've really seen nothing from this council as far as changing that tide. Um, failure to adequately cut LAPD means more cuts to other essential services. Um, we need to end the drop retirement program. And I, with Councilmember Corrette, um, what we're seeing is naked politics. Uh, with you, that's particularly unseemly. Um, we've got an issue here with you running for office and seeking the support of the Police Protective League Union, and nobody should forget that. Um, thank you. With LAPD, thank you very uh, much. Thank you. Okay. Um, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item you wish to speak on. My name is Christiana Croft-Dozier, and I'm here calling because I want to support the people's budget. You've heard it so many times on this call. Um, what we're saying is that we're tired. We've had enough. If you're tired of hearing people say, fuck you, then I suggest you listen to them. I want to affirm that $150 million is not enough. We see people suffering in our community, and police are not the answer to these issues. They are not social workers. They are not educators. They cannot house the homeless. They cannot de-escalate in traumatic situations. They are not trained to be therapists, but we have therapists in our community. They are not educators, but we have educators in our community that aren't getting the funding that they need. I could go on and emphasize what's already been said over and over, but the reality is you just need to defund the police. There's no questions, there's no commas, there's nothing going on, but you know you need to defund the police and do what is right and bring about people that are trained to bring about change in our community. So let's do what's best and give, not give in to systemic pressure to uphold a system that's founded in racism and intimidation. I yield my time. Thanks very much. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll keep it quick, but, like, you, the the city council is owned by LAPD. We know this. Um, we know that, like, you take their contributions from their union, and police are an instrument of white supremacy. 
It is, that is not a radical concept. This whole council is completely corrupt, and we know you're lying when you say you can't defund the police. We know you can defund the police. Listen to the people. Listen to what we're saying. Shut the fuck up about Caller, are you there? We can't hear you. All right, I'm very sorry. That call seems to have been dropped. Uh, Caller, are you there? Okay, uh, we'll need to go to the next caller. I apologize. Don't know what happened there. Go right, go right ahead. Next, next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Caller, please state your name and and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Go right ahead. Caller, please state your name and the agenda item you wish to speak on. Hello, my name is Emily Bargoma. I am a member of uh, Black Lives Matter LA. I'd like to speak on item number one and leave a general comment. I'm calling to insist that uh, we defund the police, divesting $150 million from $3.1 billion budget that's allocated to the LAPD makes absolutely no sense. The city council should reject Garcetti's shameless budget plan, and adopt the people's budget. The people have spoken. This is our money. We've been casually defunding schools for decades, helping the system make way for the school-to-prison pipeline. We're increasing spending to create a police state while our homeless population continues to grow, increasing police state while public health services trade vocational job trainings, libraries, community center services are significantly cut. You're choosing to continue to fund a slave catching system, one that criminalizes my people. This is not right and it's unacceptable. Coronavirus has wiped us out financially, so the most logical response to that by the mayor is to fund the police. The same individuals that are on video brutalizing pro protesters, these are folks that are currently unemployed, folks that were giving a measly $1,200 to cope while the government bails out white-collar uh, criminals, you would rather continue to fund a failed system than listen to the people and reimagine a budget that is moral and just, one that funds communities of color. Are you afraid to fund these communities because doing so will deplete your prisons of your modern-day slaves, my people? Stop being bullied by the fraternity of the police. Do the right thing. Defund the police. And to our allies and accomplices on the road to the abolition with us, thank you. Because when we win, everybody wins. We are winning. We will win. Black Lives Matter. Thank you very much. Next speaker, please. We'll be taking two more speakers, and then we'll be moving on. Next speaker, please. Caller, please state your name and the item which you wish to speak on. And turn off your device, please. Hello, my name is uh, Joe Randazzo. I'd like to speak on number one. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go right ahead. 
Thank you very much. I'd like to thank everyone who spoke before. This has been one of the most incredible um, experiences of my life, listening to my fellow citizens speak so eloquently, so knowledgeably, so passionately, so fairly, except for a few people who use the F word, with you to empower you right now to do something that no other city council has ever had the courage to do, that we're witnessing in, in one place across the country. And while, while I need, I, I, I'm trying to stop myself from talking, but I am a, a white person. Um, and the things I can speak to as a white person are cops and technocratic eggheads, which seem to be kind of what we're discussing here. And I don't mean this as an insult. I do want to ask you, city council members, have you ever met a cop? Have you had any experiences with police officers? Uh, I don't mean to generalize, but I'm going to do exactly that because police officers, if you come out of an experience with a police officer not feeling offended by their humanity, then you're either one of them or you're somebody who worships authority. And I know plenty of technocratic eggheads who worship authority, who probably do not have good relationships with their fathers and bury their heads in numbers. So when I hear someone talk about the cost of burnt-out police cars after describing at length the physical process of killing George Floyd and ranking him perhaps second to Rodney King. And then I hear that that person is the person who is in charge of allocating money, our money, our people's money, and can't seem to find the moral fiber within him to do it. I... It's so clear that you're living in another world. Thank you very much. I encourage you to defund the police and support the people's budget. They've done all the work. The most leadership you can do now is to step aside and let the people who are actually living in the city decide how it needs to be handled in the future. That's the best thing that you can do. Thank you so much. Uh, Frig the police. Thank you very much. Uh, and let's go ahead and call the next speaker, which will be our final caller for this evening. Caller, please state your name and the agenda Hi. item you wish to speak on. Hi, my name is Malika Dhaliwal, and I would like to discuss agenda item number one and provide general public comment. Go right ahead. Hi, um, I have lived in L.A. for most of my life. My mom is a doctor on the forefront of the COVID-19 crisis, and it spoke to me so much when you almost called a vote without hearing the people's comments first. You know, um, the LAPD has been a corrupt system for almost the entire existence of Los Angeles, from um, from its inception to the Rodney King riots to the Rampart scandal to Michael Moore's comments recently. They have not earned our respect or our budget, and they operate without imp uh, with impunity and without accountability until they can um, until you can show us that there's an LAPD that's willing to work for all of its people. The best solution is to defund the LAPD and provide those resources to students to students, to mental health workers, to all these people who are sorely underfunded. Students are in school with cops and no counselors. And I call on you to defund the LAPD and do the right thing. All right, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for, thank you to everyone who participated today to speak. 